0: Hey, time hackers, looking forward to sharing three key phrases I use every week to help create the space I need to get things done. Welcome to the Taking Your Time podcast. Every week, there are a few key phrases that really help me get by, get through the week in a way that helps me avoid distractions and really get to the heart of what matters. And I would really love to share those with you today. I think you'll find them extremely useful And I use them constantly, not, not just in very specific situations, but I can use them in many other ways. They're very versatile phrases that I've picked up. And you may have some sort of other way of saying it to yourself, but I think you'll get, you'll get the idea once we go through some of these. The first one I'd like to start with is maybe just thinking through a use case. I know if you're like me, sometimes when Maybe you wake up or you're getting ready for bed. You may find yourself on your phone and unable to tear yourself away, maybe looking through social media, scanning the news, and you're not really in a mode of, you know, thinking through some particular problem. And while it is important to have some downtime, at some point you are just Going on autopilot and not really relaxing anymore or getting ready for the next thing that needs to happen, but really just going in a momentum of consuming content. And so, one of the things that I like to do in this situation is ask myself, How do I break out of these distractions? How do I move on and get to the next thing that may be more important to me right now? And what really helps me sort of frame it appropriately is to mentally say to myself, this isn't important right now. Some people would say it out loud. That's perfectly fine too, to talk to yourself. Sometimes I do that as well. But really saying those words, this isn't important right now. And it's not a question. Is this important? It's much more like a statement. This isn't important right now. And in some cases, it might be important, right? You you may be stressed out. You may need to relax and find a way to unwind. And in those cases, when you say that phrase, it might not feel true to you. And that's okay. You can say, well, this is not important, right? Well, okay. Maybe, maybe it is important, but I think generally that doesn't happen. Generally, you'll know when something isn't important, you need to say that phrase, you need to make the statement to yourself because that acknowledgement really empowers you to take action and do something that is important, right? And this is for all types of distractions. I mean, consuming content is a huge one, but it can be anything from, you know, an idle conversation, it could be doing something that you enjoy, but maybe not at the right time, it could be doing something that is important, but that will cause you to be late for something else, like saying, oh, I really want to clean this particular thing, but knowing you have a doctor's appointment and you know, you're know you already under the gun, maybe this isn't the right time to clean that thing. So it's extremely useful to think of this in not a narrow view, but really anytime that you feel like there could be something more important than the phrase that I say to myself is this isn't important right now. Okay, here's a situation that has come up for me many times. Specifically, I think at work, there are decisions that you need to make, actions that you need to take, but you really want to make sure that you have the buy-in of a co-worker or a supervisor. And so you're you're fearful of making a decision that perhaps is different than what they would have wanted or is not in consideration of something that they may have knowledge about at the same time, it might be urgent. So waiting delay decision may even make the situation worse. So something that I like to do is if I think I probably know what the right course of action is, but I want to just inform them and give them the opportunity to sort of a veto or provide some more input. I say, I intend to, I intend to do this particular thing with this customer, or I, you know, intend to change this particular process this way for these reasons. And the response, the way that you would phrase, I intend to, it doesn't mean that they have to respond. And so it allows you to sort of start planning and getting prepared for the action and giving them time to respond whether that's through you know email or a text message or however you communicate that is a great way to sort of get the ball rolling and unblock yourself if you know that yeah 80% likely that this is this is the correct path then you say i intend to or again i plan to is another great way to say that and it extends to all parts of your life this is another phrase that you can use in many different kinds of situations So I know one that often comes up for me and my wife is planning dinner. So we often don't know if, you know, who's going to be cooking, things change, you know, people end up working late. And so we have a fairly tight schedule towards the end of the night because we got to get the kids to bed and have to make sure they, they eat on time. So a lot of these are very time sensitive. If someone's busy working late, then that's so we have to sort of make, take some independent action, but give them the opportunity to override if they need to. And so here's another great way to use the phrase, I plan to, I plan to order some pizza tonight because I know that you're working late or I'm working late. So this is, this is what I plan to do. This is what I intend to do. And this way, it leaves it up to the other person, if they're fine with it, they don't have to say anything, they can say, okay, or they can say, you know what, I would prefer we do something different. But you can at least say it, you can start getting ready. And then that way, if that turns out to be an acceptable action, you haven't lost that time, you've already made progress against it. But generally, again, try to keep it to things that you are likely going to be taking the right course of action where the other person isn't likely to want to do something different or to uh, try to get you to make a different decision because then you are wasting time so i wouldn't recommend using this as a way of avoiding a difficult conversation or doing something that you know the other person probably isn't going to want you to do again this is more for those things where you're looking for confirmation, but there maybe is some time sensitivity or maybe there's some time sensitivity, but it's just more efficient. And you just want to say, Hey, I plan to do this and give them just a little bit of opportunity, or you can even give them a time window. I plan to do this in the next 30 minutes. I plan to do this in an hour. And again, they don't have to say anything if they're okay with that course of action. And if you're doing something that most likely, you know, they would probably agree with. Okay. Here is another thing that comes up for me. A lot of times I get invitations to go to events or to go to a party. And I really like the person and I appreciate the invitation, but I may be, you know, busy trying to get some things done. And it's really difficult to articulate sometimes when, you know, maybe it's like a long list of things and there isn't any particular event that is preventing you from attending the other thing, or maybe if it's it's just not the type of event that you want to go to. Maybe they're inviting you to a party when you really enjoy to have a quiet dinner with them and in a different type of setting with less people. And so one of the phrases that I use is a way of saying no or declining, but creating that space to let the other person know that it's not because. You don't like them or you don't like the suggestion, but really it's just not, it's not good for you at this time. And you don't always have to explain. I think that is the the—the thing that prevents people from saying no, is if they don't think that they have a good enough reason or excuse to say no, and that that's going to create a a feeling of rejection from the other person and, an, and a negative experience, and they have a hard time saying no. And what I'm what I'm here to tell you is, you can by using the phrase "thank you, but" right. You can let the person know that you really do appreciate the invitation. You're 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 fine with the request, but it's just not something that you can fulfill right now. So in the case of you know, an invitation to a party, I may say, thank you so much for inviting me to the party. I really would love to go, but I can't make it right now. But, you know, let's catch up for dinner sometime. Let's go get some coffee. So the thank you and the but portion gives you the ability to weave this message of appreciation to maintain that relationship that you have with that person, but without really having to come up with, some very elaborate excuse of why you can't make it or thinking that you have to have a good reason. It's just, can't do it this time. But I really, really appreciate it. Sometimes I use this with my kids if they want to do an activity that's going to take a long period of time. So if you know my kids ask me, hey dad, can you, do you wanna watch a movie with us? I'll say, thank you for asking me to, to do that with you. But maybe we could play a board game instead. Maybe we could do something else. And I will suggest an activity that maybe takes a little bit of uh, less time. So to recap, the three phrases that will create more time for you in your week is, this isn't important right now. Something you can say to yourself to get out distractions or, or kind of move on to the next thing. You can use the phrase I intend to, or I plan to, to really unblock yourself and and kind of streamline your actions, but still taking into consideration other people and making sure they're informed and in the loop and have some opportunity to be able to try to inform you of, of maybe a different decision that you can make if they choose to. And then, of course, the thank you, but is a great way to decline or redirect requests or invitations that come to you, but may just not work out at this particular moment in time. So please use these three phrases. Uh, you can change them however you would like to, to make it you know, fit your personality. I know that you know we don't always phrase things the same way, but I think you sort of get the, the general gist of how you can take these. In your interactions or in your your mental talk track to yourself and really craft that week that you need to have create that time in that space to get the things that you really want to do done and in fact you don't have to leave these phrases to situations that i described they're very versatile so if you want to apply it to something that isn't really time-based but is a great way to if you want to use these phrases as a way to increase your productivity or to just change what you're doing. That's fine too. Like time isn't always about the actual time on the clock. Time is also about the quality of that time. So however you want to use these phrases, I think they can go beyond, you know, specific time-based scenarios. Thanks for your time today. I really hope you find these useful and if you happen to be listening, on Apple Podcasts, I would really appreciate it if you left us a review. It really helps us hear your feedback and also shares with other audiences who may not have heard of this podcast yet and may be interested in some of the content. And remember, life is how you choose to spend your time. Please use it wisely.